Hi there, I'm Huntley Mitchell, news editor at BT, and I'm here with Carl Treacher, Group CEO of the Brand Institute of Australia, and we're here to present to you our new industry vodcast. Over the next 12 months, we'll be exploring some of the more pressing challenges facing big brands and talking to some of the executives who manage them. Carl, given you work with many different brands across various industries, what are you seeing as some of the challenges and opportunities for them in 2018 and beyond? I think when you look at challenges facing brands, uh, there's the obvious things. The things that we all know about that are heavily publicised. Technology, big data, how am I reading the market? They're of course very important. I think the thing that goes under the radar more often than not is probably more important. And that is, how's the organisation that I'm part of going to deliver on the promises that I'm making? So essentially it's not really even a marketing question, it's around culture. And is the strategy being supported by the culture of my organisation? And if not, how to ensure it is. Are you able to share some examples of brands that have responded well to current needs? Uh, if I was to take an example of uh, a, a key community rising trend, for instance, which is uh, consumers wanting to align to the va values of the organisation, we're seeing some companies really make great leaps in terms of corporate social responsibility and doing the right thing. And because of that, they're performing very well. If we're looking at needs in terms of convenience and customer experience, you still can't go past organisations like Virgin that have stood the test of time from the pre-tech era in terms of understanding their customer needs, being the challenger brand, being the advocate for the customer and delivering at every single intersection. Are there any industries that are greater risk than others? Any industry that is monopolised by a category giant, in Australia we have lots of category giants, big banks, professional service firms, insurance, those industries are likely to be challenged more than others that have more of a flatline multiplayer structure. How important is the digital capability for the health of large organisations? Digital capability is critical. Uh, you know, we've gone through an era where digital, there's a digital department. You know, every department now is digital. It has to be digital first. So I think it's a very simple question. Those organisations that haven't mobilised themselves behind their digital capability or haven't integrated digital capability throughout the organisation are really going to struggle. You've had a lot to do with some of Australia's biggest banks and finance companies. What challenges do you see for them going forward, particularly in light of the uh, Banking Royal Commission that's uh, happening right now? Look, at the Brand Institute, we've been very fortunate in winning business with some of the largest organisations in Australia for a long period of time. And some of those have been banks and some of those have been insurance firms. And we continue to support them to this day. What that's enabled us to do is look inside these organisations and ensure that they really are responding to customer needs in the best possible way. Some of the challenges that face banks in particular, you did ask about the Royal Commission, the concept of misconduct is the number one thing on every CEO's radar with regard to any organisation, particularly right now, financial services. So those CEOs, I've no doubt, have rolled up their sleeves and they're heading straight into those conversations to ensure they understand the root cause of the misconduct and make sure they eradicate it moving forward. The other large consistent trend that we see across those big organisations is this juxtaposition balancing act, which is how do I keep the organisation safe how do I ensure that I'm compliant with all regulations? With how do I ensure that I'm agile and innovative in a way that responds well to customer needs? And it's that balancing act that we often see, am I prepared to sacrifice quality and safety on the grounds of innovation, or am I, am I gonna to have to sacrifice being first to market or innovative to ensure that I'm compliant? 
And it's that balancing act that we're seeing play out that really determines the difference between first, second, third, fourth or fifth in, um, in those categories. Tell me a bit about how important it is for organisations to recognise the role of experience design in building brand equity. We live in an experience economy, I think that's, or an experience era I should say, that's pretty widely accepted. So for marketers now uh, to still be about creating a promise or putting a campaign together without crafting or having some say in how the experience is designed is almost negligent. You know, people with the transparency that is currently available to customers in the community inside organisations, it's no longer good enough to create a promise and hope that the company delivers on it. The CMOs of the future are really spending their time getting invested and upskilling in um, experience design. We've had experiences with a variety of universities. We've rebranded the university recently. I lectured at a couple of universities. And what I'm seeing is a swing, a change in tide around what was the syllabus to now what the future syllabus is and needs to be. Well, thanks Carl for joining me. No, no problem, enjoyed it. And uh, I look forward to exploring all these issues and, uh, and more when we have our uh, first official guest on the uh, vodcast, uh, Natalie Fian, Executive General Manager of Group Marketing mm. at uh, MYAB. Mm. Should be good. Yeah, we've worked with Nat uh, before for many years and she's, um, She's a real talent, so I can't wait to hear what she has to say. Excellent. Well, until next time, I'm Huntley Mitchell, and thanks for watching.